Hello, this is Mark Silverman, Managing Member and Founder of Silverman & Associates, and I'm also a Certified Financial Planner Professional. I want to welcome you to the Saving with Silverman podcast. I'm glad you're here. Each week, we'll discuss different financial planning topics because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out to join us this week on Saving with Silverman. I'm Walter Storholt, joining Mark Silverman, the advisor that we turn to throughout this southern Arizona, Tucson area, to talk to you about financial planning and retirement, making sure that we're making the right choices during this very important phase of life. Mark, thanks for taking the time out to join us this week. How are you, sir? Walter, always happy to be here. It's been a while since we've spoken. I know. We've just kind of let, you know, for listeners who tune in each and every week, you know, we've kind of just let Ron, you know, drive the bus with you lately. So, but we've booted him Ron out Ron's at least become the standard. Yes. at least for a few minutes so I can get the chance to talk to you once again. Um, excited for what we've got on tap today because we're going to be discussing a couple of different things. One, uh, we'll be talking about why you should hire an advisor in the first place. Why shouldn't you just go about this whole thing on your own? We're kind of in a you know do-it-yourself society these days, so why shouldn't financial planning be the same? We'll address that concern a little bit on today's show. We'll also answer some of your questions coming up a little bit later in the mailbag as well. If you want to get in touch with Mark Silverman at any point in time during or after our show today, it's easy to do so. You can call or text Mark at 520-333-7601. Again, that's a 520-area code. 333-7601, the number. You can also visit him online by going to savingwithsilverman.com. To begin things, though, Mark, let's talk about some of the questions that you can't answer. And why would we talk about questions that we can't answer? Well, because we need to embrace the fact that sometimes when it comes to planning for retirement, it'd be easy if we knew the answer to these questions, but unfortunately, we can't get direct answers to them. And once we realize that, Mark, I know that you're going to show us how you can still build a retirement plan that is going to be sustainable through these different situations. Let's start with an easy one and you'll get where we're going with this. When is the next market crash going to happen? First of all, have you ever had anybody ask you that in the office? And that's true that we can't know that answer, right? That's true. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and answer questions that I can't answer, but um, <laughs> you're setting me up for failure. What I can tell you is each day we are one day closer to the next crash. So I'm not trying to scare anybody, but the average, we tend to see a pullback every five years is what they say. And I can tell you, we haven't seen, and I know it seems like maybe this year, some people think that we have, but we really haven't since the market started taking a dip in February and it's kind of fluttered up and down. And I think sometime, I correct me if I'm wrong, Walter, but sometime later this year, if we're still up in the market, this will be the longest bull market we've ever had, I believe. I'll have to check the numbers, but I, that's what I read. But um, It's been going on for quite a while, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, I just went to a conference recently and somebody was saying that 2020, this recession is going to hit. Maybe they're right. Maybe they're wrong. Your guess is as good as mine. Nobody really knows. But the key is you got to be protected and make sure you're doing the right things and making sure you understand the amount of risk you have in your portfolio. And everybody has risk. So it's just a matter of understanding that and understanding where you are in relation to retirement. Are you already retired? Are you still uh, working? How far out are you? All those things need to play into it and making sure that you're doing the right things for you and your family. Yeah, big piece of the equation there for sure. So market crashes certainly get a lot of attention as they should because they can wreak havoc on a financial plan and everybody wants to know when's the next one going to happen. But we can't answer that question, but there are plans you can put in place to make that a little bit less of an important question to be asking. Another question that we can't find an answer to, but what's the conversation usually sound like, Mark? 
What are healthcare costs going to look like in, in 20 years and how can we plan for it? You know, they're th- going to be a lot more expensive. I know they're supposed to be fixing things, but I don't have a whole lot of hope and faith in, in what's going to happen. I can tell you in our planning, we use a 3% inflation rate for healthcare costs. We use a 4.5% inflation rate for healthcare costs. And some might argue that that number may be closer to 6%. So the bottom line is healthcare costs are rising. And unfortunately, as people get older and into retirement, the money they were spending on traveling and doing those sorts of things, maybe after they hit age 75, 80, 85, that money will probably be directed towards healthcare costs. And those are getting more and more expensive each and every day. It's a big conversation, certainly, to have healthcare. Big issue for a lot of folks. Also, Mark, another thing to discuss would be what will your tax rate be three presidents from now? <laughs> I don't know if anybody's probably ever wow. phrased it to you that way, but I'm sure that's the same way of viewing it as what will three the tax presidents. rates be, you know, 20 a- years from now. Well, Walter, when you say three presidents from now, that could mean a lot of different things, you know, depending on how long those terms are. If it's a four-year term, we're talking 12 years away from now, or if it's an eight-year term, that could be up to 24 years away. So a lot can change, as we know. Who really knows? What I can tell you is historically, these tax rates that we're are now compared to where we have been are very, very low. I know we've seen rates go up the last couple of years this year. We'll see how much relief we get depending on where you fall. But, you know, tax rates are still very, very low. I think as long as we have this national debt that's not getting taken care of, it's not paying itself off, that can potentially be a problem. And we may be looking at tax rates in order to pay that off. That's how it's going to get paid off is by us, unfortunately. It's a really interesting debate to have what tax rates are going to look like into the future. We can't know for sure, but we can make assumptions. We can uh, plan for a couple of different scenarios as well. Last but not least, Mark, questions that you can't answer, but you're doing a fantastic job of, of handling them anyway. And uh, I'm this guy, by the way. It does not just in financial stuff, but like I'm the guy in any service industry or even a product or whatever it may be that I start asking just a ton of questions because I'm just a question asker. And I know as I'm asking the question that they're not going to be able to give me an answer. I just feel better if I at least ask the question. So uh, this segment's right up my alley. But last but not least, how long are you going to live? Boy, that'd make the planning process easier, wouldn't it? It would make it very easy. We could make it so you uh, spend your last dime on your last day. You know, nobody really knows. But what I can tell you is each generation is living longer than the last. You know, we talked about medical, but medical's keeping people uh, alive longer. Not necessarily healthier, but they're keeping people alive longer. And so when we do our planning now, we typically are running the plan into the early to mid 90s based on mortality tables. In some cases, if we know there's longevity in their family, we'll run the plan out to 100. And we've run them out to, I think, 105, 110. I think I had one lady that we ran the plan out to 110 because she was certain she was going to live that long. So the last thing we want to do is plan and you have more life than you do money. And so what we want to do is make sure that you have enough money to cover all your expenses as you're getting older. So whether you're a first-time listener to the show or if you've heard me for a long time, if anything I've said makes sense or resonates with you, this is now your opportunity to come in and have a conversation with me in my office to go through this process that we call the financial physical. And I can assure you I will not be trying to sell you investment or insurance products. And I'll repeat, this is not a sales meeting. Rather, we will discuss your values and goals in a way, honestly, you probably never have. This consultation is designed for both individuals as well as couples However, if you are married, it is mandatory that both spouses attend this initial meeting. So whether you're still working or already retired, this is a great opportunity to see what it looks like to work with someone who is actually required to have a fiduciary responsibility to look out for your best interest at all times. And as part of the financial physical, we will discuss your cash reserves, debt if you have any, insurance, all types, and how to best allocate your assets. And we'll even benchmark where you are now financially compared to where you want to be. 
so you have an even better perspective of what's required to achieve your goals for the reasons that are important to you. This becomes the foundation for developing a plan that gives you the highest probability of making that happen. This meeting will be valuable to you whether or not we decide to work together. There is no cost or obligation for this initial appointment. However, it is best suited for people who've saved at least $250,000. And as you probably are aware, I am a certified financial planner professional, and I believe the only one locally here on the radio in Tucson, and the going hourly rate to meet with a CFP such as myself can cost as much as $300 an hour. So this is a tremendous value and chance to finally get your financial house in order and keep it that way. And your only commitment is an hour or so of your time. We try our best to help everyone, however, our slots fill up quickly. So I can only guarantee a complimentary meeting to the next five people that contact us right now. Please don't procrastinate because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. It's easy to get in touch and to take advantage of that complimentary review with Mark Silverman. 520-333-7601 is the number, and you can call or text Mark at that number and request that complimentary review. 520-333-7601. That's 520-333-7601. Mark is the founder and managing member of Silverman & Associates, serving you throughout the Tucson and Southern Arizona areas. If you've got questions about your financial plan and you need answers so that you've got the best plan possible moving forward, then call Mark today or send him that text. 520-333-7601 is the number. Make sure that you're making right decisions when it comes to your financial future. 520-333-7601. If you're recently retired or approaching it in the next couple of years, now's the time to address any shortcomings that you might have in your financial plan. And Mark can help you walk down that path. 520-333-7601 is the number. Again, that's 520-333-7601. Stay with us. More coming up on today's edition of Saving with Silverman with Mark Silverman. You've got questions. We've got answers. Keep listening to Saving with Silverman. We're talking to Mark Silverman today on Saving with Silverman. He's a certified financial planner professional and the founder and managing member of Silverman and Associates, serving you in the Tucson and Southern Arizona areas. You can find Mark online by going to savingwithsilverman.com. Having some fun on today's show, and we want to find out next why hire an advisor in the first place. You know, some people feel that they'll save a lot of money by handling all of their investments themselves instead of working with an advisor. You see it in the same way with the real estate world. Some people, instead of hiring a realtor, want to do it for sale by owner. Others may like the challenge of just doing it themselves. They view it as, you know, part of the fun of of it all is being able to do things on your own. And still others, the reason they don't want to hire an advisor is because they don't know who to trust. And so they end up not working with anybody. I want to talk, Mark, about some of the reasons that you really should think about, hey, I probably need an advisor if I fall into these these categories. And I think this is definitely a conversation worth having. One great example, and this is me on a lot of different things. Again, whether we're talking finances or something else, I tend to be a procrastinator on certain things. And so sometimes I need a little kick in the butt. And it's helpful when you've got the professional who's going to, you know, give you that kick that you need, right? I mean, procrastination is the biggest challenge that we face. And that's probably one of the biggest roles is helping people take action and implement. Because a lot of times just sitting back and doing nothing is sometimes the worst thing you can do. I'll use the example. I had a client uh, years ago. She came in for the first time. She was a, a prospect at the time. And she had all her statements. And she, this is back when we had the last crash. It was somewhere around 07, 08. And all her statements were sealed. And I said, can I open these? And she goes, sure. And I said, you never open these statements. She goes, no, I was afraid to. 
And then, you know, we were able to help her. However, had she looked at her statements earlier, she would have called sooner and we could have protected more of that money and done some things. But, you know, it's unfortunate, but, you know, so many people procrastinate. That's kind of human nature. I can't tell you how many times people come in and say, I wish I would have met with you or called you sooner. I'd been listening to you for a while. And I said, well, you can't kick yourself for what you've done in the past. You're here now and we'll move forward based on what we know now. Yeah, it's a great point, Mark. Procrastinators, yeah, sometimes we just need to kick things in gear a little bit. And uh, that can be helpful. Good story to share, too, of somebody who had to go through that. I think, Mark, another great example of somebody who you know would need to hire an advisor is if you don't have a great idea of where to start when it comes to retirement planning. You don't even know what point A is, right? So how can you know what point B, C, and D are? Exactly. I mean, there's so many different moving pieces to the puzzle. It's not just the investment side. It's looking at, you know, when should you take Social Security? If you're one of the few lucky ones to have a pension, when should you take it? How should you take it? You know, all these different things. What's the best account to take money from tax-wise? You want to have your money go to your grandchildren or certain children or your certain charities. You know, how does your estate plan look? It's really putting all the different pieces of your financial puzzle together. And I can tell you, yeah, you can get books and you could read stuff online, but having somebody sit down that knows what they're doing, that, and I've been doing this over, what is it, since 95, so over 23 years now, and I've seen all sorts of different things, but I'm still learning. That's the nice thing about this industry. There's always things new and you have to keep abreast of, of new things that are happening. But, you know, making sure that you're staying ahead of the curve and doing making all the best decisions you can possibly make, knowing what you know now. And things are going to change. And so your plan needs to be adjusted as new information comes in. This next one, Mark's a little bit philosophical, but, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And if that's you, it's another good reason to hire an advisor. What do we mean by that, though? Well, you know, it's my motto. You know, obviously, I do this for a living, so I'm very passionate about it. And I, I spend a lot of time you know, learning and meeting with clients, et cetera. But I'm a big believer in do what you do best and hire the rest. I am a, not a handy person. I can tell you if something breaks at my house, I'm, you know, calling a plumber or electrician, whatever it might be, because in the long run, it's cheaper that I know it's going to get done. And it's probably safer too, because there's people that just know what they're doing in, in certain fields. And I'd rather go with those people and pay the professionals to do what they do and focus on the stuff that I know that I know what to do. Yeah, that's a good point as well, Mark. And then you also don't really have time to devote to the financial planning process that you should, because it does take a little bit of time investment to make all these movements happen. That should be another little red flag that you might need some assistance, because I think a lot of people who go into this thing on their own, Mark, don't realize the toll that it's going to take on them from a time perspective. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the people we meet with, uh, you know, already have advisors that they've worked with people in the past, you know, but there are people that come in that have never worked with an advisor. Some of them are, are do it yourself or some of them never just felt the need. But it does take a lot of time. So if I have somebody that comes in and, and they're you know doing it themselves, what we call a DIYer, I'll ask them, are you looking at your account each and every day? No, I look at it once a quarter, maybe once a month, maybe. You know, if you're not putting the time in, you're doing yourself a disservice. You're doing your family a disservice. You need to either be focused on it and spending the time putting in to manage that, or you need to outsource it to somebody else, somebody like us or, or another firm that's going to put the time in to do it. And you know what you spend versus what you get, it's not what it costs, but what it's worth is what I tell people. But you really need to focus and, and make sure that you're doing the best possible job. And I can tell you, this is a full-time job. So if you have another job that you're doing that's got you where you are as far as earning a living or, or built your retirement, then you know this is a whole different industry. And it's, there's a lot to learn, not saying you can't do it. But in order to put the time in, it's going to take a lot of time and, and you're better off for most people hiring it out, outsourcing it. And so you can focus on the things that you enjoy doing and things you want to do. 
with your time. Well, one other thing too, Mark, and I think this is a really big one, is if you don't really have that clear voice in your mind, you don't have that clear voice that you turn to when it comes to financial stuff. And I'm talking about like in the media, you're hearing, you know, a lot of conflicting opinions in the media about financial topics, about, you know, whether they're tied in politically or if it's just truly, you know, the future of Social Security. And you're hearing somebody saying that, you know, gloom and doom, it's going to be the worst thing ever. It's going to run out of money. And then you hear voices that are saying, no, it's going to be around for a while. It may look a little bit differently, but it's not the boogeyman that some people make it out to be. That's just one example. If you hear all these different conflicting opinions and you don't know who to listen to, you don't have that clear voice, again, it means you should probably seek out an advisor who can help clarify some of these things. Yeah. I mean, you got to do your due diligence. Everybody's got an opinion and anybody can post anything. Anybody could write whatever you want. It just because you see it on the internet doesn't mean it's true as we know. And so, you know, if it's got to make sense to you, you got to have somebody that you trust and what they're telling you has got to make sense. If it doesn't make sense, go with your gut. You're going to be right. Your gut's going to be right all the time. And so, you know, go with somebody that's believable, that's trustworthy, that's a fiduciary, that's going to put your interests first. That's what a fiduciary means. But really somebody that's going to take the time and put the time in to ask all the questions, not just grab your investment statements and tell you, you know, I got the perfect annuity to sell you. That's not what you're looking for. I can tell you that nobody wants to be sold anything. You're looking for advice. You're looking for somebody that's going to look at your situation and give you advice on what needs to be done in order for you to be financially successful and financially independent. So just like you get a second opinion on your health, why wouldn't you get a second opinion on your wealth? So whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or already working with someone, this is now your chance to go through this process we call the financial physical. Do you know what your investments are costing you? If you're still working, are you on track to have the type of retirement you've always envisioned? Or if you're already retired, do you know if you or your spouse are at risk of running out of money while trying to maintain your current lifestyle? I can assure you, I will not be trying to sell you investment or insurance products. I repeat, this is not a sales meeting. In this initial meeting, we'll address issues of importance to you, provide an overall view of your situation, and give you some general advice on what needs to be completed. This consultation is designed for both individuals as well as couples. However, if you are married, it is mandatory that both spouses attend this initial meeting. So whether you're still working or already retired, this is a great opportunity to see what it looks like to work with someone who is actually required to have a fiduciary responsibility to look out for your best interest at all times. This meeting will be valuable to you whether or not we decide to work together. There is no cost or obligation for this initial appointment. However, it is best suited for people who've saved at least $250,000. And as you probably are aware, I am a certified financial planner professional, and I believe the only one locally here on the radio in Tucson, and the going hourly rate to meet with a CFP such as myself can cost as much as $300 an hour. So this is a tremendous value and chance to finally get your financial house in order and keep it that way, and your only commitment is an hour or so of your time. Just as you want to reach a healthy life from a physical standpoint, you also want to reach and maintain great financial health. So our financial physical is just what the doctor ordered. We try our best to help everyone. However, our slots do fill up quickly. So I can only guarantee a complimentary meeting to the next five people that contact us right now. Please don't procrastinate because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. The number to call is 520-333-7601. That's 520-333-7601. That'll put you in touch with Mark Silverman, Certified Financial Planner Professional. 520-333-7601. If you're approaching retirement in the next couple of years, maybe even if you're just you know a year or less out, then this is really important to you. Or if you've recently retired, 
and you kind of just did it without having that full solid financial plan in place one that you have surety that you can make it all the way through retirement with well it's time to get some of those questions answered about your financial plan and you can do that with mark silverman by walking through this financial physical and find out where you kind of stand right now and where you really need to go headed into the future and mark can help you answer some of those questions 520-333-7601 call or text that number and mark will reserve time on the calendar to meet with you in the near future 520-333-7601. Call or just shoot Mark a text and he can go back and forth with you that way as well. 520-333-7601 is the number to call or text. Stay with us. Still more to come on today's edition of the show. This is Saving with Silverman with Mark Silverman. Learn the path to a worry-free retirement. Keep listening to Saving with Silverman. Time for the mailbag here on Saving with Silverman. This is where we answer your questions on the program. If you'd like to submit a question to be featured on a future show, you can do that by going to savingwithsilverman.com. It's that easy, savingwithsilverman.com. We'll feature a couple of those questions on the show each week here on the mailbag. And our first one this week comes to us from Jerry in Saddlebrook. Mark, Jerry says, we have two daughters in their mid-20s and we'll probably be paying for weddings for both of them soon. What's a good way to invest money for an expense like this? We'll probably need it relatively soon. We just don't know exactly when. Well, Jerry, that's a great question. Uh, And I can relate. I have a teenage daughter. I don't have two daughters in their 20s, but I have a teenage daughter. So, you know, that's something that I've got on my plan as well. You know, you've got to keep it fairly liquid. You know, I wouldn't tie it up into something that's illiquid. And, you know, you certainly don't want like to do an annuity that's going to have, you know, surrender charges and fees and penalties to get out of. So you want to keep it relatively conservative. What you don't want is to have it put into something aggressive. And then if we have a big drop in the market, say 40%, then the your daughter's weddings aren't uh, what they imagined. So I'd keep it something, you know, fairly conservative, probably primarily maybe fixed income bonds in there with some stocks in there for a little bit of growth. But something like that, I, I would keep it in something liquid. You could keep it in a you know high yield money market, if depending on how soon it is. But you want to keep it fairly liquid. But great question. Yeah, it's a good one, Jerry. Thanks for submitting that one. A lot of people wondering what they can do with some of that somewhat short-term dollars. And uh, it's a good discussion worth having. Kate's got a good question. Kate's writing to us from Vail. I have a catch-22, she says. I have some Apple stock that I really want to sell because I've made a lot of money over the years. But I'm worried about the tax bill I might create when I sell So what's more important, capturing those gains or keeping my taxes low? You know, it always is the catch-22. Are you better off, you know, you made money on a stock and if you sell it, you got to pay taxes, unfortunately. But if you buy a stock and you don't make any money, you don't have to pay taxes, but you've also lost your principal. I always say you got to look at the net result. And so the net result is obviously what's the best number. Um, Hopefully, if if you have a gain and you have to pay taxes, you hopefully have had it over a year. So it should be long-term capital gains, which isn't as bad as as it would be for short term. So that would be my advice. Or you can always sell a portion of the stock. You know, maybe Apple is a good company. I'm a big fan of Apple, but maybe you want to keep a portion of it. So maybe selling a quarter of it or a half and then keeping the rest. And that way you've taken some of your gains out of it. So if something does happen, you don't have to worry about that. And then you're also lightening the burden of the tax bill. And that can be spread out over the X number of years that you decide to sell that stock. Yeah, it's a really good question, Kate. A lot of people wondering about that scenario. But making money is never a bad thing, Mark. And if you're paying taxes, it's because you made money. So it's not anything to cry over, right? 
Exactly. Exactly. D- doesn't mean we want to, you know, not shoot for the most efficient choice. No, but there's there's ways right. to try to minimize the taxes and sure. spreading it out over a couple of years, you know, sometimes makes a lot of sense depending on what other income you have. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. So there's ways to structure it better, Kate. But in terms of capturing gains versus just arbitrarily keeping taxes low because you don't want to make the money. That's not a, a great way to look at the, the situation there, but definitely a good conversation worth having. Last one here is from Alec in Green Valley. Alec says, our IRAs seem like they haven't made much money for the past two years. Is our broker just not paying attention to our accounts or what? What's going on? Well, Alec, uh, good question. I, I can't speak for what's going on with your accounts because I haven't seen them. I don't know who your broker is, so I don't know if they are looking at your accounts or not. But I can tell you, based on how they're invested, this market has been very strong since '09. Yes, we've seen some ups and downs since February, but overall, you everybody's making money the last couple of years. It's kind of hard not to. So probably you want to reach out to your broker and have a conversation. If they're not reaching out to you, reaching out and asking them what's going on. You know, why is my account not performing like the markets have, or or at least a portion of the markets? If you're in somewhat of the markets, if you want, we're happy to sit down with you and take a look at what you're doing and and give you some advice there and give you our opinion. Just certainly happy to reach out, but uh, it certainly warrants a question to your broker to find out what's going on. Absolutely. Another great question there from Alex. So if people have questions like this, Mark, and they're not sure where's a great starting point for the financial planning process, you know, that that question of where do we even begin? Where can they start today? What's the best way to take some action? Sure, Walter. So here's a simple question. We've answered some good questions. So now's my chance to ask you a question. And here's a simple one. And can you answer it honestly and objectively as possible? Aside from the happy hellos and how's the family, and aside from the occasional lunch or golf game, I mean, I get it. I'm as much friends with so many of my clients. They become true friends over the many years. But I think the question has to be asked, especially in light of the stakes. Is your current financial advisor truly adding value beyond a doubt? And I'll repeat, is your current financial advisor truly adding value? It's a valid question as a friendship or just a relationship allows you not to be in a position to ask those critical questions. Are you talking about taxes? Are you talking about Social Security and income and risk and diversification and insurance and estate planning and healthcare? Are you having those in your views, but hopefully it's more frequently than that? Is there detailed follow-up? Is there accountability? If you are, if all that is happening, congratulations because you've got a great relationship and send your financial advisor a thank you. But if you're not, if you're not having that, if you're not feeling the value, if you're not having these in-depth conversations, then you owe it to yourself and really to your family to have a conversation with someone else because if you don't, you're the one that's going to suffer. You're the one that's gonna pay the cost and it'll cost you in more ways than you'll ever know. Let us prove to you how we can help your money go further in retirement. Let us show you with our financial physical. I believe you'll be surprised at what you'll learn and this won't cost you anything. Give us a call or send us a text to 520-333-7601, 520-333-7601, That's 520-333-7601, or check us out online at savingwithsilverman.com. That's savingwithsilverman.com. Please don't procrastinate because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. All you have to do is send Mark that text or give him a call at 520-333-7601 and get your own complimentary financial review. Find out where you are now, where you need to go into the future. Get that financial physical and uh, assess your current health and what you need to do to make changes so that you can be 
financially healthy going on long into the distance, not only to retirement, but through retirement. That's important, too. A lot of people lose sight of that fact. You don't want to just plan to retirement, but think about all the years that you may spend in retirement and the things that you want to do, the wishes and goals that you have. If you want to accomplish those things with a little bit more peace of mind, a little bit more surety, you can do that by calling 520-333-7601. If you like to text instead, you can also do that route, and Mark will go back and forth with you via text. 520-333-7601 is the number. Again, that's 520-333-7601. Mark, thanks for taking the time to join us this week. We appreciate it as always, and we'll look forward to talking to you on the next edition of Saving with Silverman. Happy to be here, Walter. Thank you. Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities product, service, or investment strategy. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified advisor, tax professional, or attorney before implementing any strategy or recommendation discussed herein.